0: Good Saturday evening, everybody. I guess it's Sunday morning at this time. Tennessee is a winner over South Carolina. Final score 41 to 20. Eric Kane, Brent Hubbs, and Austin Price here on the post, post game mini pod. Tennessee improves to 4-1 on the season. More importantly, 1-1 in Southeastern Conference play. By week coming up next week and then A&M back here on the 14th. Brent Hubbs, a really good win for Tennessee. Did what it was supposed to do with the line of scrimmage play. Josh Hopwell was so complimentary of that. Um, Spencer Rattler did not look like Spencer Rattler the first four games of the season uh, here tonight, and that kind of set the tone for Tennessee, and Tennessee was able to get a a much-needed win here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is a defensive front that did not play very well against Florida. Rodney Garner talked about it this week and and talked about how how painful of a lesson that was to to learn, and uh, I think they were reminded of that lesson. I think they were reminded of last year, and, and I think that was a defensive front that came ready to play in a big-time way. And Josh Heupel clearly challenged his his line of scrimmage guys because the return of Cooper Mays meant a lot to this offensive line. Tennessee was a better football team. Um, overall, Tennessee was a dominant football team in the line of scrimmage tonight. They were. They I mean, mean, they. they were the dominant team in the they, line of scrimmage. They but, kicked their ass.
2: I mean, they really did, six like, across sacks, the board. Six I mean, sacks, ATFLs. It was pressures too. I mean, the, the yeah. James Pierce pressure forced the pick six. You know, I mean, it was – and on you know, the offensive line, I mean, they were moving the pile. I mean, how many times is Jalen Wright going to average over seven
0: yards of carry? I don't mean, like, know. And then how many times is Tennessee going to go away from the run game? It just yeah. makes no sense. <laughs> um, yeah, that. Line, of grip, line of scrimmage league. Tennessee was dominant in the line of scrimmage tonight. And I felt like, you know, just kind of continue on with this defensive line. I mean, James Pierce, another another big-time game, Austin. Omar norman lots. Joshua Joseph got close a couple times. Amari Thomas was in there. Um, Allow the the linebackers to run and go make plays, and of course, as you mentioned, that that pressure boy it was right that Kamal had, and it was a gift. He didn't do anything special. He caught it and ran a couple yards. It was a pick six, and that really swung some momentum whenever the team kind of needed that uh, following the Brew McCoy injury.
2: Yeah, they they really did. I mean, you know they they did a nice job of just kind of, you know, playing complimentary football. Yeah. You know, when I was typing up the, you know, Josh Heupel stuff after the game or during, you know, during the game, kind of getting ready for the post game, like I just kind of had it described as a team win. Like, I mean, like it wasn't just one phase. I mean, it was both sides of the ball. They picked each other up when, you know, one of them had a had a, had a, had a hiccup or a letdown. Um, you know, Jackson Ross, again, had some nice key punts that, you know, kind of flipped field position. Um, you know, and again, I just thought complimentary football across the board, especially when they had moments where they could have kind of went into that lull, yeah. uh, the other side picked them up.
0: Offensive line, we already brought it up, but Cooper Mays came back today, played center. You had Ollie Lane at left guard, Andre Carrick in street clothes. You had Gerald Mincy getting the start at right tackle. This, I'm sure Andre Carrick will play more football for Tennessee, but this might be Kind of uh, when you think about what could be Tennessee's best offensive line grouping, that might have been it tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think
1: so. Austin talked about it in the, in the two-minute drill that, that it was their best five, and I think when you talk about experience in this offense, I think you talk about chemistry playing beside each other. Um, a lot of that makes a lot of sense. Okay, um, Mincy, I think is getting more and more comfortable at right tackle, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he's all into playing right tackle. He's the most athletic right tackle. He's more athletic than J.J. Crawford is. He's yeah. more physical. Um, Sprague has played better. They seem to emotionally play off each other pretty good because they're both kind of fiery, emotional guys. Um, John Campbell showed a lot of that tonight. But the difference is Cooper. I mean, you, you go back to the first um, the first touchdown run by, by Jalen Wright. I mean, it was a great double team block by Ollie and Cooper Lane to create a scene there. And, and Jalen Hyatt hit it. And, you know, they're just. They play faster. They play more efficient. They communicate better. I mean, how, how many free rushers? How many just you didn't feel like they just necessarily turned anybody loose tonight? Yep. but Had a communication error or a blunder. I mean, I, I thought the sack was. I,
0: I thought the sack was more. And I'll go back and look at it on film, but I remember sitting there watching it like throw, throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. It was kind of on Joe almost that sack. And um, I, I thought overall they held up pretty well. Um, and I'll say this for Cooper. Yeah.
1: Okay. He's to, not to play, He's play not that many snaps, having not had any physical contact, other than a employed. couple days. I mean, he, Dave Davis played the last four snaps, yeah. three snaps at the end. What I'm saying is, Cooper Bates hadn't played a football game since last year. Mm-hmm. He hadn't played, hadn't had a scrimmage since spring practice. To to play at the level that he played at tonight. Um, was pretty impressive. I mean, I'm sure he was... I know he was gassed in the third quarter. Yeah, he was. I know he was exhausted in the fourth quarter. I thought for sure they would have to rotate more, you know, and maybe they would have if if, if Carrick, you know, if Carrick had had been available, maybe they would have had to. But, I mean, there wasn't really any other option, Mm -hmm. and Cooper Mays gutted it out. I I thought that was just a, a really welcome back performance but a really gutsy performance
0: by Cooper because you know he's not in game shape couldn't agree more and Austin Price kind of looked like Jack Sparrow there Pirates of the Caribbean with his little his little binocular one eye binocular he was looking down there at Cooper in the third quarter and was like man he is gas." Yeah. but he, he asked he, on the first series yeah. like, I was like he just had a
2: 20 minute halftime I mean <laughs> um, I, again, but that I, showed a lot of toughness though I mean yeah. you know, anybody that questions that kid's toughness is you yeah. know and again everybody's going I know I'm part of the Mays family just for some but I mean like I mean Hubs is right. I mean, to play every snap, they didn't rotate a soul on the offensive line, and I I would have bet a thousand dollars somebody's rotated at some point.
0: Well, let's talk about Joe Milton. Um, you know, twenty one to thirty two, two thirty nine, a touchdown, two interceptions, uh, his two picks. I thought the one that Jacob Ward he forced. Uh, the other one earlier in the first half, uh, break. I, I I thought he just never even saw the safety. Just never even saw
1: him. Yeah, they baited him and he got caught. I mean, he he, he just that was a that was a much. Much worse decision than yeah. the Jacob Warren decision. If he throws the ball outside to Jacob Warren, mm-hmm. that's probably a touchdown. He threw it inside and allowed the DB to get in front of him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, well, it, it was a forced. I mean, it, you know, I think he was he, he was trying to make a play there. He just had the other touchdown to Jacob, which was a really nice throw, and mm-hmm. went back to him. Um, ball should have been more to the outside, not as much to the inside. Um, the, the thing I will say about Joe that, that gave that, that I think fans should take some you know, should like about what Joe did tonight. Joe was really good throwing the slant tonight. Joe oh, was better was. throwing in the middle of the football field. He was more accurate with the football. There were mm-hmm. a couple that were low, you had to slide and get, right? But I mean he threw one a Chaz Nimrod it went right through his hands. Great yep. ball there. Mm-hmm. I, I thought Joe was better in the middle of the field and better with the slant game tonight, which is is something we've not seen a whole lot out of Tennessee that I
0: thought was very effective. craving for mom Brent again I can go look at Pro Football Focus in the morning it'll tell me but Um, I think Tennessee and Joe Milton threw one deep ball. It was a squirrel when it was completed, whereas last week, Tennessee threw seven, completed one. Didn't go down the field an awful lot. Don't know how Squirrel White made that catch because he was, I mean, there was a face mask in there. He was turned around, but Tennessee didn't go deep a whole lot, but the one time they did, he did complete it. Yeah, and
1: and I think South Carolina probably took some of that stuff away with some of the coverage stuff that they were doing. and. Um, you know, I think Tennessee did a good job of sort of taking what they were given. I mean, mm-hmm. the, you, you look at it, they counted numbers on third down. I mean, how many third fives mm-hmm. did they run for the first down for? Yeah. When you're like, okay, they got to throw it here. Can Joe make a throw here? He's going to have to make a throw. And all of a sudden, or, they gashed him on a run game. I mean, that that was, you know, pretty good pretty good play calling, pretty good counting numbers, working to your advantage there on kind what you were doing. They did some stuff to him
0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDIC.
2: There were two catches made tonight that I don't know how they happened. The squirrel white one and how how to Mary McDonald did, didn't no. at least bat it away. I mean, and Trey Knox came up with the catch.
0: Good grief! It's
2: man. one of the more my, those two plays. I'm like, how did the, it was like? Did all of a sudden the person become invisible? I mean, yeah. like, I mean, it was and Casper
1: out there. Bizarre. Yeah, it it it, it certainly was. But you know, I, and again. Tennessee's not Tennessee's not fixed. Tennessee's not all perfect. They, they've got to grow. They're going to win Josh, differently. Josh, yeah, yeah, Josh Heupel said it. I mean, they're going to have to play a little bit different. They've got to grow and get better. That's a South Carolina team that's got some line of scrimmage issues. So it you took, can, took you, advantage. Can, you can put all that out there that you want to, but Tennessee did what they had to yes. do, and they kept Spencer Rattler in the pocket. They played with some with 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 a lot of discipline on the defensive line to keep things. And they got held all night long. I think they threw two holding penalties. You know, so I I just, again, I think it was a step in the right direction at a needed time for this football team. This is when you had to win at home, Mm -hmm. and Tennessee went and got it done. And
0: um, really was in control of the football game from Kamal Haddon's interception on. I want to get to the wide receivers here in just a moment. But, like, my biggest takeaway, and you and I were talking about it after Josh Heupel got done at the podium, Brent, I mean, yeah, sure, you know, two freshmen started on the offensive line for South Carolina. Yeah, sure, 17 sacks given up coming into this game. That's a bad offensive line. I get it. But Tennessee knew that, and Tennessee went and got after it, and Tennessee did it. Like last week, I said be the bully against UTSA. That's what Tennessee was tonight. Six sacks. I don't care how bad that offensive line is. Six sacks in an SEC football game. Job well done. Good job. Yeah, like, absolutely. Don't wait.
1: take anything away from yeah. those guys. I mean, absolutely. They, uh, and it was across the board. A bunch mm-hmm. of guys played well. Wesley Walker was all over the place, especially in the first half. Well, he, his, the plays he made to end drives. I think mm-hmm. he had three tackles at halftime. Third downs. They were all in. They were all drive. They were all tackles that ended a drive. It was yeah. either a fourth down stop or a third down stop that forced a punt. He, he, every tackle he made in the first half was a critical tackle. They did a really good job, and and I I put this in ten things. I think I think could they play in open space? Could they tackle in open space? Mm -hmm. They were really good in open space tonight, um, tackling and covering guys on that underneath stuff. Where South Carolina had a lot of fun with them last year, they didn't have a lot of fun with them tonight.
0: AP uh, the 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 downer of the night, and I mean it was just brutal. the air out of the stadium was gone. It was a little yeah. bit of a delay. Bruce McCoy, you saw the replay, it was disgusting. Um, I, I would be shocked if he plays another snap. I'm not a doctor, but uh, that looked bad. And um, you hate that for him. Josh Hoppel talked about it in the post game. I mean, you absolutely hate that for him. But your thoughts on how Tennessee responded to the wide receiver position? A lot of Caleb Webb, some Chaz Nimrod. Chaz Nimrod played a little slot as well to spell. Of course, Dante Thornton wasn't here tonight or didn't play tonight uh, to spell Squirrel White. What'd you think about that group of wide receivers? They're very thin at wide receiver now.
2: Super thin. You know, and you knew that going into the season, but at the same time, like they don't play a ton of body, so yeah. you're like, okay, you, but, kind of you know, off. now okay you got Dante Thorne now with a hamstring. I mean, those things kinda of flared that, up again. You, you know, know he had one all spring. And all yeah. spring. So that's that's a worry. Now you got two weeks to rest him before A and M. I would assume he slides outside more, I would agree. Um, you know, going forward. But I really like Caleb Webb. And I thought Nimrod, after the bad drop early, where I thought that was a lot of nerves, you know, it was his first real, real playing time, right? And he yeah. just kind of played in garbage time. Um, he made a nice catch there in the fourth quarter to he move did. the sticks. Um, Joe, you know, Hubbs brought it up. Joe did hit – that was one of those, those you know, slant patterns that he hit, he hit Ramel on one and then uh, uh, Nimrod on one. I thought that, both back were back. really good throws. Um, you know, but I, I like Caleb Webb. I think this gives him a chance to grow. I think it sucks for Brew. Brew is as good a human being. Yes. The crap that's out there from his USC days is all crap. Okay, mm-hmm. um, you know, I do know the story on all that, and I, I you know, I, I do feel like Brew is, is about as good a kid as has come through this program. Hubs doesn't know him nearly as well as I do, just because I've been around him. And Hubs is, I mean, you know. Brent, you you speak so highly of him because he's a pro. He just handles he's himself. A, he handles himself yeah. a certain way. He is just so mature. And his dad, Horace, and his mom, sweet people. And uh, if it's just his last down in orange, you know, or black for tonight, I mean, it. it you know, hey, I mean, the kid gave it all. And hey, he'll, that one catch last year against Alabama, and he goes down in history. Um, here, yeah. I mean, just just such a good kid. You hate to see it go like that. You just never know, though. I mean, who knows what happens because an injury like this. Time frame on recovery, I mean, yeah, who knows if he's going to be eligible to go to the, for the draft. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he'll have to try to go for a six year. Who knows at this point? It's too yeah. early to tell. But, I mean, just a good kid. You hate to see it happen, but they're going to have to really push these young kids. And a guy like Nathan Leacock, <laughs> he better wake up. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm going to go ahead and dust off the question. I won't Actually, I won't be there Wednesday, but somebody needs to say, uh, you're a little thin there. D. Williams and wide receiver just for bodies ain't a Let's bad back idea. Out. Let's talk mm-hmm. about it. Come ain't a bad on. idea.
1: Well, I, I tell you who's gonna who will become a bigger factor, in my opinion, is Jacob Warren. And I don't think you play Jacob Warren as a, quote, receiver, but he is a guy who knows this offense really well. Yeah. You can play some two tight end sets and may have to adjust a little bit and get him more involved in the passing game. And, and try to come up with some stuff there to not overload some of those young guys. He was obviously a guy after Brew was out of the game tonight. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Joe was looking for
0: early in 2021 They used him in that role a little bit before yeah. they kind of settled in on on who they yeah. were. I,
1: I think I think yeah. he's going to have to take a bigger role in the passing game moving forward for, for Tennessee, and then obviously Nimrod and, and Webb have to have to come on fast.
0: Brew McCoy, again, uh, kind of closing the conversation about this. Um, You hate a form it sucks. He's a good receiver. He's a damn good blocker. He's the most complete
1: receiver on this football team, and that's what they're going to miss. They're they're, they're not going to miss. It's not about 70-yard or 50-yard splash plays, although he's made them. It's about all the little things Mm -hmm. he does. All those little swing out there is to Squirrel White with him as a lead blocker. That's what makes those 7- and 8-yard games. They're going to miss his blocking his physicality
0: and his completeness as a player a uh, a lot more than probably people realize get 2 weeks rest up a lot of guys banged up good to see Elijah Simmons back that he made his presence known with a face mask immediately but it's good to see him back out there on the field and uh, go
2: ahead i was just say, i mean that you know again little by little getting him back is huge They yeah. got 2 weeks to get like Norman lot off of the you know the concussion protocol I did see him leave. He seemed fine. It could be just a mild deal, kind of like Jalen Wright had last week. Yeah. To add one last thing here those, the rep, the touchdown, you know, a week ago to Caleb Webb, the reps that that kid got in fall camp when a lot of those receivers were out, they're going to come up big. So is Nimrod. The, the, all those reps that
1: they got. With the ones, with Joe. Yeah, because they had a whole scrimmage where they didn't run any of their top three yeah. receivers. Yep. So that, those, that, guys, those guys got some work. They've just, they're just they going to need a lot of work here the next two weeks to get more and more comfortable because they're going to have to play. They're going to have to play. But that's a good point. They They did get more reps in fall camp than typically the backup receivers have gotten with the ones, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. because of all the injuries they had.
0: So Tennessee will get a chance to rest up. Of course, it'll still practice, still be getting some work in, but no game next week. You come back here in two weeks on the 14th with A&M. That should be a big-time matchup, and uh, we'll see where Tennessee is at that point in time. But a 41-20 to win over South Carolina, doing what it's supposed to do, winning at home, and uh, looking good for, for a big portion of this game. We'll continue to recap everything that happened, 10 things Brent Hubs thinks he learned while we'll the big three will have uh, the day after. All recruiting that coverage, Recruiting coverage. Recruiting coverage as well. All that at VaultQuest.com tonight, early in the morning, and all day on Sunday. For awesome price, Brent Hubs, I am Eric Kane, Tennessee, a winner over South Carolina, 40 to 21.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty.